Hello, Marvelites. Welcome to a very special, very exciting, very intimate episode of This Week in Marvel, Marvel's official podcast of all things wonderful. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M, and I'm joined by Marvel.com editor Ben Morris. And what you forgot to mention, Ryan, is one of the... No, you didn't forget to. It's just a thing. Don't gasp yet. (laughs) Um, A significant... This is the first ever international... Ooh. This week in Marvel, yeah, because we are on location at uh, Tasmanian Comics in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yeah, I said all three. <laughs> say that. Say that in French. Vancouver, <laughs> British Columbia, Canada. Very good. That's a. excellent. Yeah. Right. Uh, so we're we're in town for uh, for a very special event. Yeah. Uh, this really is this is, a, this is legit too. Yeah. We're not just like yeah. We didn't just we're not just to come at, to Canada. No, I'm saying it's not like we're not sitting in our recording area at Marvel just saying we're We in, should in make Vancouver. up that lie, we have though, no more, <laughs> more often. Like, we have no proof. Oh, Blake's taking pictures. Uh, damn it, Blake! This could be any store, <laughs> though. Uh, Anyways, go on. I'm sorry. No, we're, we're here in Vancouver to visit our friends at Kabam. Right. They, uh, they are making the amazing new game called Marvel Contest of Champions. It's pretty much made, dude. Is it? Yeah. They're yeah just so if I the go case. there tomorrow and just bash on some keyboards, no. it'll be fine? Well, yeah, we're going to visit them tomorrow, which will be in the past by the time you guys listen to this. But oh, I was God. just out to dinner with my friend Sam Humphreys. Oh, I, I know him. Um, yes. I was out to dinner with my work colleague, Sam Humphreys, my work acquaintance, and he was telling me he was in Kabam today. He's going to go back with us tomorrow. And it's pretty much like they're, they're doing the bug testing, working out. It's going to be out December 11th. I look to the crowd and get nods. Okay, it's going to yeah. be out December 11th. <laughs> it's out in Canada already? What? Holy Man. crap. They get everything free up here. Amazing. First. Healthcare and video games and everything. Uh, yeah, so uh, so we're doing this. It's, <laughs> a, it's a fun experiment. They did a soft launch of Thanksgiving too, <laughs> like two months ago. I was thinking about I, that last week. I get week. that reference, that yeah. joke. I got it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're really excited. We're gonna um, do a whole bunch of stuff, so you guys can check out uh, all our coverage for Marvel Contest of Champions on the podcast feed and on Marvel's YouTube. Right. But this is this week in Marvel. So uh, yeah, while we were here, we thought we'd record a podcast. So uh, we reached out to some folks and, and the fine folks at Tasmanian Comics. Taz Comics? No, it's Tasmanian Comics. Tasmania Comics. I said it earlier. You did? Yeah. You're better than I am. Two minutes ago. So Taz Comics, you can find them on Twitter at Taz Comics, Mm -hmm. on Facebook at Tasmanian Comics. And their website is? TasmanianComics.com. Yeah, yeah. .ca. Um, And uh, we may have some guests on the show, but first we're going to dive into the, the, the part of the show that we always kick off with, which is going into the new comics for the week. Ben, what's the twist? Yeah. The extra twist this week? There's a twist. Uh, in that we, <laughs> last week, I left the office like Tuesday, you left Wednesday, yep. because it was our American Thanksgiving, yep. um, and because it was a holiday week, we usually get our, our bundles of preview books the week before, but it was a little light this week. A little? It was very light this week. We have like four, five, five, we have four five, five books, and one of them is a Peggy Carter reprint special, Yep. which I'm going to be real with you, I didn't read. You've read all those stories. I know. That's why, that's why I didn't go yeah, back and read okay. it. I gave it away to an orphan. Um, You're very nice like that. But no, we have a few comics to talk about. We'll t- we'll, because all the comics are out in, in stores this week, we'll give you guys a quick rundown of what's out this week. We'll talk about what we read, as we always do. Yeah. Did you say what episode number it is? Uh, 162. It's 160- Surely I said it. 
as we've done 161 times before, we'll talk about the books that are out. Um, not represented in our stack is all new X Factor number 17, written by Peter David and art by Carmine D. Gian Domenico. We hope, based on the list that you took this off No, of. it's out. This is a legit list. I got this off a legit okay. site. Not ours. Not ours. Okay, I did good. not use our calendar feature. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I double-checked it. Uh, yeah, no, all new X Factor number 17 is out this week. It's a tie-in to Axis. Um, I'm assuming Quicksilver is in it. Let's say yes. Uh, probably Polaris. Yeah. Gambit, no doubt. I guess. Yeah, and, you know, there, there's inversions and uh, all the all the hits all that axis stuff yes uh but let's we talk about what we actually read yeah angela asgard's assassin number one yeah man new launch uh written co-written by kieran gillen and marguerite bennett with art uh because there are two stories in the book yes. art for the first story is by phil jimenez the second story by stephanie hans well it's not even really a second story the kind of cool yeah the kind of cool structure of this is they they have the overarching Set in the present, this is what's going on with Angela now story, which is Kieran wrote that and yep. Phil drew it. But within that, um, it, to illustrate kind of Angela, who she is, because we don't know a lot about her, um, they do a little like like a little fable within it. Uh, just a story of Angela's past, which is what they're going to be doing every issue. And that is co-written by Marguerite Bennett and also drawn by Stephanie Hans, which is awesome because Stephanie Hans rarely does interiors. And yeah. it's great here. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a great introduction. If you don't know Angela, which I th I think a lot of the Marvel fans, mm -hmm. you know, may have seen her in a couple books over the past year or so, but really, this is all you need to dive right in to yep. learn about the character to get where she fits into the Marvel universe because she has a very specific place now yeah. within the tapestry. Yeah, uh, it's a great introduction to her. It's a very nice kind of like you don't need, like you said, you don't need to read anything else to get this story. It's a cool. This is Angela's role. This is how she behaves. This is her relationship to the Marvel Universe and other characters who show up. Uh, Kieran and Marguerite both have her voice down immediately, make her unique, kind of filling a void, I feel like, for us. Um, I feel like we have so many great female characters from Captain Marvel to Black Widow, but there's no character quite like Angela. An unstoppable for force of murder and mayhem? Yeah, sure, with <laughs> red hair. Um, which I and guess is so many knives. Yeah, so many knives. And her little ribbon things, which, uh, what do they call them in here? Uh, the Your tails. tails. Her tails, Your that, tails, which I guess are sentient? Yeah, I don't know. We're learning a lot more about Angela. I love the art on this book because I'm a huge Phil Jimenez mark, so I'm pretty yep. excited to see him working for us again. And then you have this back matter bit where Kieran and Marguerite had an IM conversation and then put it uh, in, in the story. I'm going to say that this is fabricated. That's my guess. What? That they made this up no. to make it seem as if they had this it uh, says, instant message. No, it says, hmm. Kieran Gillen sits in his dingy South London cave. True. Yes. He turns to his magical speaking demon instant messenger and contacts his co-writer. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of really funny bits in this. Uh, you know, if you don't often read the back matter, the letters pages, uh, read this. It's hilarious. Yep. It's really great. Uh, but yeah, hooray, finally, we got our Angela book. Also out this week, Axis Revolutions number three. We got two stories in this. Uh, the first one is a Kitty Pride story. This is kind of... It's kind of controversial. Mm. Well, did you read this? Yeah. You acted surprised. I'm like, this I is... I read it on the plane today, Benjamin. Okay. I'm sorry. You, I said this... I is, did my homework. I said, this is controversial. And you're like, hmm, is it? And I'm like, yes, it's controversial. <laughs> Kitty Pride, America's Sweetheart, Canada's <laughs> Sweetheart too, probably. Yeah. Yep. All right, yeah. cool. Who doesn't um, love Kitty? <laughs> um, she robs a bank, as you can see right here on the cover. 
Um, and it's written. <laughs> Sweet is right. It's written by Ray Fox, art by Pepe Larraz. And there's a really neat backup story by uh, Frank Barbieri and Victor Santos. Oh, so good. Which is about Sandman, which the Kitty Pride thing, she's inverted. Like, she's, she's a jerk now. Yeah. Well, and I like it because she's like, she's, it's the whole inversion thing is that she's not evil no. she's just kind of no a one dick. who's no one who's inverted is straight up evil yeah because it's always just did you say kind of a dick i did can we say that uh i'm bending the rules <laughs> okay. left and right um yeah she does things for a purpose but like hold on where's the page like she lets this happen you're pointing look at, at that. something that the listeners. No, can't I know, see. but I'm pointing for you. <laughs> look at what happens. Look at this no, line. I know. That's Kitty She's Pride. Great. She's got to live with that. Uh, well, they're all gonna have to live with a lot of things after this. Right. It's well, gonna be, the fallout should be pretty interesting. I'm gonna. I know we hate to do this on the I show. Hate it. We hate to point out, you know, potential, like, continuity problems because they'll get pointed out for us. But was she on Genosha? Yeah. She was? Let's say yes. I don't remember seeing her there. I'm going to go with yes. I'm going to need Sam Humphreys to write an issue of Legendary Star-Lord that reveals that Kitty Pryde was in Genosha. 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 <laughs> She's a, you, you write her. True. She's practically your character. All right. Well, well Sam's not on the show. Yet. Right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. He's I'm in the crowd. Ahead. Yeah, but I'm I like. <laughs> sorry. Um, when people read this episode descriptions, that will no doubt say <laughs> guest Sam Humphreys. Um, yeah, but this one is Sandman sitting at home. He's kind of like, man. He looks. He's, he's absorbing man on the news. And he's like, absorbing man's a good guy. Uh, like, Now's my time to shine. Yeah. No, he's like, I've kind of been a good guy before. I guess I could be a good guy again. Victor Santos, man, the uh, art on this is so cool. It's great. There's so many, uh, the, the use of negative space in this is You know what it reminds me of? Eduardo Rizzo. Yeah. Of, Eduardo uh, Hiso. Oh, is that? I'm sorry. I believe. Um, yeah. Of Logan fame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know anything else he's done. Uh, yeah. Many other books for many other people. Many other people. Uh, but it's gorgeous. Uh, he turns into like this sand golem at Oh, one yeah, point. that's cool. Uh, it, this issue, both stories surprised the heck out of me. Yeah, very cool stories. Yeah. And then we also have Captain America, Peggy Carter, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., number one. This is huge. It's like you could kill someone with this book. Yeah, 90,000 pages. It's yeah. $8. Yeah. Is it $8? It is $8 American. So yeah. mm-hmm. the exchange rate, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> All I know is the money is so much prettier up here. Oh. It's not like boring it and really green. It really is. It's, it's lovely. I'm bringing, you guys <clears throat> spoiled. I'm bringing these $5 bills home with me. And I'm doing nothing with them. <laughs> I'm not spending them. I'm not exchanging them. Like they're just going on the mantle. Yes. Uh, right next to my trophies. Yeah, so in this book, though, it's like jam-packed with jam-packed. an amazing roster of creators. Captain Should we say Eminem. why w- this is coming out? Well, yes. Go for it. Ben. Okay, because uh, Marvel's Agent Carter is going to be on in a few weeks. Yes, it will. On it ABC. January 6th on ABC in the States. Probably the same in Canada, but everywhere else. Yeah. It's a crapshoot. Yeah. I like how we have to, <laughs> we have to think about everything I, we say. I don't know the, the dates yeah. for every country. This is raw, man. Yeah, this is how we Once go. we get out of the Marvel offices, it's like, oh, oh there's no, <laughs> no one could wander by. No one's going to listen to this. No one wanders by anyway. We're in a locked room in the corner of the building. All right, don't kill the illusion. So reprinted in this, we've got uh, Captain America in the first 13, which was Catherine Eminen. You don't need to go through and, every single and Ramon. Pr- All right, look, we've got stuff by Catherine Eminen, Ed Brubaker, Stan Lee, Steve Englehart, 
art by Ramon Perez, Steve McNiven, Jack Kirby, John Ramita Sr., Herb Trimpey. It's all the hits. Yeah, it's They're amazing. all the best Peggy Carter stories. Yeah, it's probably all the Peggy Carter stories. It's probably stories. every Peggy Carter story ever, ever published. Yeah. But it's She's also, done very well on film. Yeah. Um, we also you get her profile here. Her handbook pages yeah. in the back, which you is always super cool. She dated uh, Gabe Wilson from the Howling Commandos huh. for years. They were a thing. Both, all right. both dead now. Yeah. Rest in peace. R.I.P., guys. Uh, and also, a uh, nice little plug for Operation Sin, yeah. the book starting in January by Catherine Eminen and Rich Ellis, which is about uh, Peggy Carter and Howard Stark being extraterrestrial investigators of the Marvel Universe. Right, with Woodrow McCord. Yeah, oh, our Man, boy. I love Woody. Woodrow McCord. He, sh he showed up in a book last week, and we didn't mention it. He was in All New Invaders. He had a cameo. He did, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, we totally glossed over it. How about that? Yeah, we're the worst. Uh, also out this week, we have Deadpool number 38, written by Jerry Duggan and Brian Postain, art by Mike Hawthorne. That's a great cover. Have you seen this cover? Nope. Okay, so you remember back to uh, the Mutant Massacre? I do. In the 80s? Yeah. Big X-Men crossover? Uh -huh. You know that cover where they're all like, come on, make my day. Like, they're all looking badass, like, no more yeah. Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. Right? Kid in the crowd. Um, so it's an homage to that with the Korean X-Men looking oh, all like messed up. Awesome. They're in the exact poses. I love those characters. Yeah, Mark Jerry's going to do something horrible to them, and I'm going to be very oh, yeah. upset. Yeah, we'd probably be sad if we'd read it by now. I'm sure Ugh. they're all splayed all over the place. <sighs> um, but yeah, it's a really cool cover, and it's an Axis crossover. Yep. And uh, picking up from last issue, they were trapped in the danger room. So yeah, yeah, bad stuff. Bad, bad stuff's going to happen. Bad stuff. Jerry Duggan. We also have working out some issues. <laughs> this week we have Death of Wolverine, the Weapon X program number three, uh, written by Charles Soule, art by Salvador La Roca. Mm -hmm. uh, this book is is just a riddle wrapped in an enigma. I'm trying to s figure out what the hell Charles is doing here. Yeah, I, I don't love know. It. I don't know. We know a lot about a lot of books, but I don't know a lot about this book. No, I and I like that. About that line, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Described it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I like the creative uses of care of powers that charles is coming up yeah. for for these new characters i like like the guy who sharp. starts like getting all weak and, and oh sick yeah unless until he, he fights someone yeah unless he's using his power uh he's all messed up it's just like uh legendary star lord writer sam humphreys yeah if sam's not fighting someone he just gets weak and starts falling down speaking of which legendary <laughs> star lord writer sam humphreys you want to come in Sit down with us, man. Speaking of Sam Humphreys fighting someone, what? Ben, I hear you were a, uh, a, a high school wrestling star. That's right. You have a lot of trophies on your mantle at home next to all your uh, $5 Canadian bills. Well, I don't have any. I now have my $5 Canadian bills. I have not transferred them home and all my, all my wrestling trophies, by which I mean the one I got for fastest pin one year. Is that my home in pin? Boston? How fast was that? Uh, nine seconds. Nine. Wow, you yeah. still remember? Yeah, that guy, wow. was, that guy yeah. was terrible. See, these are the things. <laughs> these are things we learn about each other when we go to other countries. I know, man. <laughs> it's a really nice traveling with you. It's nice being up here. Yeah, same um, here. Same here. This is fun, right? Yeah, we're That's, having a good time up I here. I can't wait till we record an episode in Tahiti. Yes. yes. They have sunshine and warm weather in Tahiti. <laughs> Hold on. Not so much here in Vancouver. It's a magical place. Ah. Uh, uh, you, no. you, you don't watch the show? Okay. No. Uh, but let me, uh, let me bring in our TV other guest, Mr. Victor Lucas. Please join us. Have a seat. 
Alright, what's up, Victor? For the Marvel fans who aren't familiar, what, what's your deal, bro? Uh, I have uh, a job that's almost as cool as you guys. I uh, get to talk on uh, television and the internet about video games and uh, movies and uh, toys and uh, comic books a little bit, not enough. Uh, and uh, yeah, I get to sort of talk about all this stuff that we're all into with Electric Playground and uh, Reviews on the Run are the two, two shows that I produce and host. I was uh, was flipping through the channels the other week and passed by, and I saw you on my TV, and I got really excited. I was very happy. Awesome. It was on Reels. That's right. Uh, on Reels in the States. every day. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. We're on Reels every day, and we're on City TV and uh, across uh, Canada, and we're on uh, G4 Canada. G4, I know, in the <laughs> States is is a quick uh, memory or a fading memory very quickly, but uh, it's still running in Canada. It lives on, on in Canada. Yes, huh? it does. Very Mostly impressive. because of our shows. I hate to. Yeah. I hate to wow. Brag you do that. not do not hate on you bragging. You seem humble. <laughs> For a second, but yeah. now yeah. own that. It's uh, you know, it's a very surreal thing. I've been doing uh, doing this work for a very long time, and and uh, it's an unbelievable privilege to be able to do this. But you know what? When I listen to you guys talk about comics, I I feel like I've missed out on a lot. You guys really have a really fantastic in-depth knowledge of all of these books. Obviously, you work at Marvel, but yeah. you're making me want to go back and listen to every one of your 161 past episodes. I, we can tell you once to skip. Okay, good. <laughs> also, there's, there's some missable ones. Yeah. Being completely honest, it's all Ben. He's the one with the knowledge about all this stuff. I just provide color commentary. You're great at it, though. I know. I, I, I know. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's finish up the last couple books we have here. All right, all right. We've uh, also... But, you oh, know, sorry. The uh, Weapon X program, don't sleep on this book. I think it's super cool and, and definitely uh, an interesting part of this whole Death of Wolverine story that we got. And gorgeous, going. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sarabo? Can, can draw the hell out of a book. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. can draw a phone book. He could in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I will not buy that. <laughs> All right. So other books that came out this week, Guardians 3000, number three. Written by Dan Abnett, art by Gerardo Sandoval. I'm hoping, um, what's the silver star hawk? Starhawk. Starhawk. I hope Starhawk <laughs> changes gender. Probably. Yeah. He's already done it once. Yeah. I hope that more characters from the 90s Guardians of the Galaxy series show up. Like Talon, who was Wolverine's daughter. No, Talon was the... The clone? Clone. Uh, We've got clone uh, from the audience. We have, we have a challenge from the audience, man. Wow. Audience corrected there Marvel. One, there's, there's another character called Rancor. That happens a lot. No, does it? Yeah. yeah. We get, people just run in <laughs> challenge us all the time. Uh, I, hope, I hope Taserface shows up. Is that a real? Yeah, there's a real character named You're just Taserface. making stuff up now. Uh, I think I want to see Taserface in some sort of upcoming crossover event. That... May or may not happen. May not happen. <laughs> but may, it may or may not happen. It's done, man. How obscure have they gotten on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Have they gotten uh, deep into the characters, and has it surprised you on some of the, the people that they've, they've put up on screen? Uh, a bit, yeah. yeah, definitely in the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents that they've pulled out. Mm -hmm. um, they've gone really deep in them, but we had Absorbing Man yeah. on the yeah. show, which was oh. super cool. Yeah. I was uh, going to say, some of the villains go deep because, you know... You're not going to use like a big gun villain necessarily on TV because you want to save that for when you know movies, big budget. Yeah. You think? Yeah. You think you could be surprised. Absorbing was actually a pretty big one. Yeah. yeah. I love it when they pulled out like Blackout. 
Yeah. Or uh, Inferno. And um, Ice Guy. Blizzard. Blizzard. That one. Ice Guy. Yeah. 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 Ice Guy. Dude. This could be anyone. This, no, the, I, be anyone. I look at him. He'll know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> you're so you're so exposed 161 right now. episodes of this. I'm being raw and honest. Oh, Ice God. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That so, could work at Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> but nice guy. Mark yeah. it down. We got a curse. Oh, yeah. sorry. It's oh. all right. Uh, we, oh, we can't uh, curse? No. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll bleep it Try out. Try to refrain. We'll bleep it out. Uh, but Blake is taking It'll this. Rats. <laughs> yeah. Call shrums. If I were someone who would be interested in what you're talking about, I would probably watch the winter finale of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Uh, it's the 10th episode <laughs> of the show. Is it two days ago or is it coming up next week? It's coming up, I believe, in a week or two. So I, ha I have a qu I'm enjoying the second season quite a bit, yeah. uh, and it's much better, I think, than the first season. But I'm wondering now about all these characters that are being created for the show. Are they part of the canon for the books? Mm, and are we going to start to see Victor that Lucas, stuff? Because in December, the final week of December, yeah. there are only two books on sale from Marvel. One is the Miracle Man Annual. All new Miracle Man annual. Are we, we're doing that? We've done it already. Okay. There's a press release <laughs> that got sent out today. <laughs> Just embrace it. Is there a point one in it? Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. It's a point now. All right. So that's a thing. Um, that's going to be cool. That's that's Grant Morrison and Joe Casada doing the lead story. And then Peter Milligan and Mike Aldred doing the backup. That's right. correct. I believe yeah. so, yeah. Uh -huh. it's amazing. Wow. But Power team. the other book out that week is going to be S.H.I.E.L.D., Number one, mm -hmm. written by Mark Wade. The mighty Mark Wade. Wow. Art mm -hmm. by Carlos Pacheco. Mm -hmm. you have a nickname for him? Uh, the crazy Carlos Pacheco. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, Carlos. Sure. I don't know if you're Hold crazy on. or not. <laughs> it's going to introduce Agent May, Agent Fitz, and Agent Simmons into our Marvel cool. comics universe. Very nice. So yeah, because we already have Coulson. Right. He's already actually yeah. a, a well-established character. Yeah. So yeah. Well, He'll be in the book, too. But sure. He's already appeared. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And they have a monkey. Yes. Fitz gets his monkey. We have the budget for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just draw in. ABC doesn't have the budget for a monkey. You know monkey. who I like on S.H.I.E.L.D. is the is the, the turncoat. Is it Brett Dalton? Oh, yeah. Oh. What's his what's his character's name? Ward. It Ward. Agent Ward. Yeah. Mm. He's yeah. good. I mean, he's much more interesting this, this season. Is he going to be a part of uh, the mythology? I mean, the universe? you're going to have to keep reading to find yeah? out. Yeah, okay. That's all what right. you say, Stay right? tuned, True right. Believer. Wait and see, <laughs> True Believers. It may, it may happen. I made I, that up. That's what I've heard you say on every panel you've ever been <laughs> yeah. on, every time you're asked a question. Um, all right, what's up next? The last book that we have in front of us is <laughs> Hulk number nine. Guest starring the X-Men's Kitty Pride. She's we in, talked about she's her in every book. She's wow. everywhere. God, I hope she's not in another book this week. <laughs> yeah. we, we honestly don't know. <laughs> we don't know. You're gonna we have, have no idea. Us. We've oh. not read them. Oh. Spoiler, she is. <laughs> yeah. So it's a week of Kitty Pride. Yeah, Hulk yeah. goes to Kitty Pride for help because he's got something in his brain. And rather than, well, he does. Oh, it's so yeah. gross and yeah. so amazing and really twisted. I love it because he's like, you know, there's a lot of super scientists out there. I need to get this thing out of my brain. But you could just phase Stick it. Stick hand in brain. <laughs> get fixed brain. Well, woman. he's actually, he's more intelligent. He's Doc, oh, okay. uh, Green. Doc Green, Green right now. Yeah. So right. He's, he's like, he's actually speaking. And th there's a great line in here where Kitty's like, wait. Hulk speaking normally is much more terrifying yeah. than, oh, like, awesome. you know, dumb yeah. Hulk. <laughs> Which, debatable. We'll see. Big dump. We'll stop it. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's a, it's a cool issue. Magic's in it as well. Yep. We get some stuff with Hulk and Banner. We see Banner for the first time in a while. Last page. <sighs> oh, man. Make sure this is Sam Humphreys because mm. it's relevant to something you're okay. doing. Let's see. He decides. Wow. Right? Did you even read it? 
No, you're gonna say that no matter what. <laughs> I I saw something. I don't really know as relevant. There's to a me, big splash page. Did you show him the splash? No, I didn't show, show him the splash. Yeah, uh, all this right. Also, not. this week we've got Inhuman number nine by yeah. Charles Soule and somehow yeah, Ryan Stegman yeah, no, still go. plowing along. Yeah. Uh, Getting the those champion Charles Soule and the stinky Ryan Stegman. Stinky Stegman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Love it. If you guys have never met Ryan Stegman, he's He's totally terrible. unpleasant to be around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a nightmare. Mildly talented artist. Yeah. Horrible person. Very a lucky, tall. A lucky artist. <laughs> yeah. Excessively tall. Right? Like, yeah. tall. like Just he trying too hard it. to be tall. Yeah. yeah. That's his first problem. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Short dudes. <laughs> like, we get it. We hi, get it, guy. Hi, Ryan. Hi. <laughs> he doesn't he listen doesn't. to this. <laughs> yeah. no, you know what, though? Fans will be like, oh, they really talked about you on the show. So he will listen through up to well, the well, point well. where we start talking about him. Then he'll turn it off and tweet to us. Yeah. Blake, make a note. Let's edit this to the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing a siren, uh -huh. which I hear all the time when we're recording in New York, but I have not. That's the first siren I've heard in Vancouver, and thus my, that, that, illus that my is, illusions are shattered. That's our siren. That, it did, that's that's the one. Yeah. Did someone yeah. score a goal? Down yeah. The street? yeah, they're borrowing it on the side. <laughs> so did your of one the town prop right just get released yeah. out to <laughs> yeah. deal with like a jaywalker? I love that Sam is wearing a full-on parka and, the, and this. I live in Los yeah. Angeles, you. Yeah. 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 So we are indoors yeah. right now. I, don't I know. know. Yeah. I'm cold. I'm not used to this. It was 83 degrees where I was on Thanksgiving. We American Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, it is cold in Vancouver. Fahrenheit. We're not used to this. It's not usually this cold. Well, I got yeah. I said earlier. My buddy Steve, who's here, um, I, I, they were telling us the temperature's coming down off the plane, and then the pilot goes, the pilot goes, it's negative three degrees. Yeah. And I go, oh my God, it's below freezing. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're talking about. Below freezing, that would, for us, that would be 31 degrees, 35 yeah. degrees. Yeah, yeah, I was like, what? How, how yeah. are people alive? It's Celsius, guys. Amazing. It's different. It's how are people alive? So You've like, killed ah. us all, pilots. I was like, we You've flown us into a frozen <laughs> hell with no escape. We're a city of ice guys, yeah. is what it is. That's, that's ice weird. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers. Yeah. Call back. They yeah. shoot the ice. Hey, also out this week, it's back is Iron Fist, the living weapon number seven. Oh, rad. A lot of people thought Iron Fist, the living weapon, was gone. Nah, -uh. mm -hmm. no son. I had to no actually way. publish an article on Marvel.com where we did an interview with Carrie Andrews, who writes and draws it, specifically to say the book is still around. It just took a little break, took yeah. a little hiatus. He's doing the whole thing himself. Yeah, and he's directing a movie. Yeah. Uh, dude is very prolific. Yeah, but the point is, his book's back. It's awesome. It's great. Yeah. Also out this week. Legendary Star Lord number six. Boo. Boo. Who wrote that piece of crap? Oh, so. Paco Medina. Oh, Paco Medina is awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to disparage him. You want to give us a little preview of what this is about? Sam? Yeah. Can you act uh, it out? We didn't get to read this it. Is, yeah, I, I, I can absolutely act it out <laughs> to the boredom of everyone assembled. <laughs> uh, th this is the third, I didn't realize this is the third comic book with Kitty Pride in it this week. Yeah. This is truly the golden age of Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride yeah. week. You yeah. Didn't get the oh memo? Boy. No. We got Nailed it. Banners and flags all around the city. Yeah. It's the best. Uh, this is uh, this is the uh, we we had a long simmering romance between Peter Quill mm -hmm. and Kitty Pride. Right on. A intergalactic romance because he's out in space yep. and she's on Earth and they can just kind of communicate through this holographic Skype thing going on. Right. Uh, and Peter uh, has. You can't call has it Skype in the book. That that's absolutely right. true. You can on the podcast. Legal department Not is way there. They are too sharp. Video too chat sharp service. Kind of <laughs> yes. Like how we never like. We'll never say like Facebook and Twitter in the comics. But I don't think no Marvel character has ever been on Facebook. No. Mm -mm. They have. 
<laughs> Not according to legal. You of all people to talk bad about Facebook. Let's just let's just. I I don't I I don't even know what you're talking about. But anyway, Legendary Star Lord <laughs> issue six. Uh, Peter has been not not been a good uh, male suitor for Kitty. He has right. not been wooing her like he should, and he's attempting to make it up make up for it as a this, this date that they're going to go on. She's still on Earth, and mm-hmm. he's in space, so they're holograms to each other. But he's trying to take her on a date. Unfortunately, the uh, Slaughter Squad is tracking oh, down Peter guys. and Slaughter. Thank you very Who much. Created them. Well, Who gave you the well, idea? Who'd you take the idea from? Did I take it from you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I just. Uh, <laughs> so I, I was like, well, anything could happen. Yeah, uh, I was like, man, could could have been. There's a reason um, they call you the Ryan Stegman of writers. Oh, <laughs> oh ouch! Wow, anything but low. Ryan Stegman. That is low. That is low. <laughs> um, so Peter has to dodge the slaughter squad while not letting on to Kitty that he is the target of mm-hmm. these intergalactic gangsters. He can't let the date be ruined because this date has to go perfectly, has to. otherwise. They're probably kaput. Yeah, and only in Legendary Star-Lord in the, in the year 2014 are you going to see words like suitor and wooing. That's right. <laughs> and Sam Humphreys hullabaloo writing, yeah. and... Uh, Sam Humphreys writing romance as Moonshine like and Jim Crack and... Uh, You've come a long way from your uh, self-published days, your notions of romance. <laughs> that is true. I've evolved. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, do you have to stay up to date with everything that's going on with all the other books? You have to I have to save today with a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but Sam refuses to believe that any books take place but his books. That's uh, right. There's okay. really only one Marvel comic <laughs> being published. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All the rest are hallucinations. Uh, no, yeah, we you, you really do have to keep up. And, you know, a lot of the, the books on this list I, I've already read in PDF form because mm-hmm. uh, we, we get them when they're sent to press every Friday. Yep. Uh, so you, you keep up as much as you can, but especially with the ones that are relevant to your book. Right. So uh, I, I read up on All New X-Men a lot because Kitty Pride's in that book. I read up on uh, all the Guardians and Cosmic books because that's oh, an so obvious many. connection. There's so many. There. So many. Yeah. Is there and, one uh, person at Marvel that has to sort of shepherd all of this stuff? And know exactly what's going on across all of this continuity, and no, really it's, one person. It's really a team effort. Yeah, okay. yeah. it takes a village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. It's a comic book. <laughs> but uh, it's especially helpful is when we have the Marvel retreats, mm-hmm. which we have uh, several times a year now. Yeah, we have one coming up. I'm I'm headed out to. New York on Sunday. Where I'm sure you'll be freezing again. Oh, God. I'm dreading every minute <laughs> yeah, of it. It's colder New York uh, this year, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. it really? Yeah. Yeah. Don't I tell me that. Don't tell me that. Oh, you sucker. You that get too. some Uggs, <laughs> Sam. But, uh, yeah, we, have, we get, we get the, some of the writers together and the whole editorial team together, and we sit in a room for three days, and we talk about the next three or so years of Marvel Comics. Um, wow. So you really get to hear everybody's plans long before they get put down on paper. Mm. Uh, it's very exciting. It's very thrilling. It's also very humbling. Right. So you're like, man, if all that's going to be going on while well, my yeah. little rinky-dink going on a date <laughs> story is happening, I, it's got hey. to be top-notch yeah. to compete and are, with the likes of Mighty Mark Wade. Uh, are the movies and the TV shows and everything like that sort of put into the pile, too? Is that In a sense, yeah. it's it, you know more to be like, hey, this is what we're doing here. This is what yeah. where this is going that may inspire one of the writers to tell a story that they may not have thought of before to pick up a character that they didn't even think about that but might fit into their story that could elevate them right. you know like if it's um i don't know if someone 
there's there's been a lot of characters. Winter who've shown Soldier. Up. Winter, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Thank you. Yeah. It's the type of thing where it's like you know there's gonna be a Winter Soldier movie. A lot of people are gonna want to maybe come into a great comic store like Tasmanian Comics in Vancouver, um, and see a Winter Soldier book on the stands. So we should probably have a Winter Soldier book out there at that time. Or I think another good example would be we knew Deathlock was coming on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we mm-hmm. made plans to have Deathlock in the comics when Deathlock came back, got his own book. And they do tell us a lot of secrets, so Victor, I can reveal to you that, yes, you have been cast as Thor's cousin. Congratulations, oh, dude. I'm so happy oh, so for I, you. I need to go start working out. I'll see you guys in <laughs> 10 years. All right, cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last book this week, Thanos versus Hulk, number one. Written also by guest starring Kitty Pryde. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, have you read the PDF? You don't know. No, actually, I, she I, could I be. They she love be Kitty. Don't hoodwink people. <laughs> I don't, sorry, I don't, want, I don't mean to joke, Jim Starlin. Yeah, Jim Starlin. Yeah. Ru- he's a tough guy. He, he's super tough. Mm-hmm. He yeah. saw, he's seen some things. Yeah. <laughs> seen some things we'll never dream of. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote and drew it. We didn't get to read it. Uh, Thanos fights the Hulk. Wow. Maybe, if they not are, in this issue, at some point. I hope. Although with Jim Starlin, it could be more a battle of, like, I don't know, philosophies yeah. and ideals. And they go in that weird, like, trippy mind trip. Yeah. I'm united with the cosmos yeah. kind of thing. And they're upside down, love and there's, that. like, a checkered board, like, <laughs> they're all walking down. I love Jim Starlin. Yeah. There's, like, five pages of just their faces twisted but, into different shapes. Oh God. Mm-hmm. I love it. I like that we, we know, like, the Jim Starlin tropes, but we still enjoy them every time. I, all the more. It's the greatest hits. He crushes it. Yeah. 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 So those are the books out this week. Uh, we'll do quickly the uh, collections on sale. We've got Captain America. We're not going to do our Tomb of the Week? Oh, well, I don't think it's fair. We I'll haven't read it. everything. I'll, dude, without even reading it, I know that Legendary Star-Lord number six is the <laughs> best book of the week. you big softy. Wow. Are you wow. kidding me? Ben Morris is the best. Oh, who's, who else? Who's Jim Starlin? Boo. Peter David? Yeah, what, good. Who did these who guys ever those beat? Guys? Yeah, who are these guys? <laughs> what have they ever written? What a kiss ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pick Angela Asgard's Assassins from our stack. I'm the yeah. books I've read. Yeah. Um, collections on sale this week. We've got Captain America, The Trial of Captain America, Omnibus, Captain America, Volume 3, Loose Nuke, mm-hmm. uh, Invaders Classic, The Complete Collection, Volume 2, Thanos, I got up there listening in hardcover, X-Men, Inferno Prologue oh, in yeah. hardcover. Oh, yeah, that's my jam. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Some Sylvester stuff, Inferno. Probably. Oh, yeah, Sylvester, so- Walt Simonson, oh, Chris yeah. Claremont, Louise Simonson. That, that, that's just off the top of my head. That's how good I am. Yeah, <laughs> but I, that's... You're a the, true Marvel historian. <laughs> the right. prologue, we probably don't have any talking uh, mailbox, like angry... No, no I know, consuming mailbox. such a key part of the appeal. That's heel. like, that's Maybe the a little thing. bit. Yeah, because yeah, I feel actually. like they were starting to show, like, oh, my God. It's kind of bleeding through. Something weird's going on in New York City. Mailboxes are talking People. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maybe we've got some, some John Bognado stuff. Oh, probably. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. Fred Blevins. I could uh, go on. You could. <laughs> Young Avengers by Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey. Omnibus uh, Digital on the Marvel app this week. Everything we've talked Everything. about. We assume no i'm telling you I okay it up. all right also on the app Bro, we have i do my research when i build these <laughs> <laughs> amazing spider-man We're working off a script that i work that i create guys uh we have amazing he Spider-Man. doesn't just do it for his health tensions no. are getting damn it guys high. let me finish live podcast so all of these books are in the marvel unlimited app is that no no, no. two no. different apps okay uh we have the marvel okay. comics app and okay. the marvel unlimited app okay, but in you. a few months they'll be in the marvel unlimited okay app. six months okay six exact. months they'll be in the marvel unlimited app <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's how you're working it. Sooner, okay. yeah. if you're lucky. All right. You won't be lucky. You, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's no luck involved in this. It is purely, that's the way it goes. Uh, also on the Marvel Comics app, Amazing Spider-Man number 100 through 109. Some mm. Morbius action in there. 
Invaders, number 23 and 25 through, through 41 from the 1977 volume. And X-Men, number 27 through 29 from the 1991 volume. That is right up to the wedding of Scott Summers and Jean Grey. Wow. Wolverine brooding off on the hill. You, you don't see him. Mm. Isn't he brooding on the hill? No. he Sabretooth is brooding up on the hill. And then there's that cool bit where Sabretooth gets, like, they don't, you get, there's letters from Wolverine. Like, Scott gets a letter, Gene gets a letter, Xavier gets a letter. So emo. You don't see him because he's yeah. off. This is when he got his adamantium ripped yeah. off. So he's off, you know, skulking. Probably in Canada. Noseless or uh, with a nose? Not At nose. Taz Comics <laughs> yeah. in Vancouver, yeah. British Columbia. What's up, Bob? Getting his pull list. No, not noseless yet, but then Sabretooth being like, rah, rah, because he was staying at the mansion. You're like, oh, I could go and ruin this right now. Gets knocked out. And then in the snow, and I don't know how he did this this quickly, because literally, Sabretooth gets knocked out in one panel, looks over, and carved into the snow, it says, don't you dare, bub. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> Was like, it like hanging from a tree no, so he doesn't put any prints in, exactly. the, in the snow? Yeah, it's like there's no footprints around anywhere. There's no way he could have possibly done this. This is like uh, radio plays, but yeah. with comic books. Exactly. Can yeah. you just keep going from, through? Yeah. From like 1993. <laughs> he could do this for every comic we've ever produced. That's amazing. It is. Um, so that's out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, collections on the app. We've got um, Avengers Masterworks Volume Six, Avengers World Volume One, Empire. That's a great name. Empire. Sam, you should steal that. Yeah. Uh, Captain cool. America. Legend- I'm Legendary on it. Good with no one will ever notice. Yeah. Empire. <laughs> it would be. Uh, Captain America, Peggy Carter, Agent of Shield, Civil War. So that War. is a collection on sale. Yes. To be clear. Even though it's a not the one shot. Yeah. No, it is. It's the same thing. <clears throat> okay. I'm just saying it's listed oh. under collections on yeah. the app. Okay. Though, I it's guess a, though it's a floppy. As we call it, in, we the, call in, the biz. it in, in the biz. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Outside the biz. That's, this is called a floppy comic. Yeah. <laughs> a soft cover, if you will. Also on sale, we've got <laughs> Civil War Black Panther, Civil War Thunderbolts, Invaders Classic, The Complete Collection Volume 2, and Thanos got up there listening. There are also new comics on Marvel Unlimited, but I had to fly to Canada before I could look them up. Oh, blame uh, Canada. Oh, so clever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should write professionally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it, Ben. Yeah. Give me some time. Um, all right, let's dive into some news real quick. Can Is, we, can we yeah. talk about this stuff? Yeah, man. Because uh, sometimes yeah, we, sure. we talk about things on the show. No, I've got st- – I vetted this. Okay. With, my with, si- with myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, last, <laughs> last week we announced Avengers Ultron Forever. It's going to be a three-part series of one-shots, all written by Al Ewing, mm-hmm. all drawn by Alan Davis. Ooh. This is very cool. You remember Avengers Forever? I, I do. Avengers Forever. Did yeah. you read Avengers Forever? Absolutely. Okay, so you know the, the idea of the time-tossed Avengers team? Same kind of conceit. There's a group of Avengers pulled together, which includes – Current Vision and Black Widow, uh, Hulk, like pre-Avengers Hulk, Walt Simonson Thor, new female Thor, and uh, a female Captain America from the future who is the daughter of Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Wow. And they have to team up and fight Ultron. Danielle. Her name is Danielle. Her name is Danielle. Give her her due. <laughs> one point for Ryan. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan <laughs> finally got one. Got one. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> finally. So they have to fight Ultron. Okay. And that's 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 the story. Cool. That's gonna be pretty great. Alan Davis too. Alan Davis is great to see him back doing. I know, amazing. It's drawn all three. Um, Secret Wars last week, we unveiled the expanded map of Battleworld. Oh yeah, the map. Yeah, the 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 Atlas. What's your favorite land in Battleworld? Uh, I well, I can't tell you that. Why? (laughs) Because that would reveal. 
Just name my, one, man. Uh, no, see, the only reason it's going to tip your hand is because you said that. If you had just said, like, oh, I'm really interested in, well, now the, in Marvel because I saw it on the these, map. These layers of psychology and anti-psychology, I can't Are you I can't excited for Secret out. Wars? I am excited for Secret Wars. Will you be involved in Secret Wars? Uh, can I Don't say, say if you are. I'm just know. testing you. Vic, do you know about Secret Wars? No, tell me. Okay, so Secret Wars is a, a big, huge event for us next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, well, Ben, you can what? explain it better. Jesus. <laughs> Well, it's Is, isn't that all you can I say? Thought, one, thought, one more point for Ben. I, yeah. thought were, I thought you were on a roll with no. Cage. Uh, Secret Wars, all we've revealed about is that uh, after time runs out and the final incursion happens, uh, there will be Secret Wars. And we've shown a lot of teaser pieces with a lot of characters floating through space, throwing punches at each other. And we also know that a lot of past stories and events are going to be somehow involved. And we showed Battle World, a map, Bless you. Um, <laughs> we showed a map of Battleworld with all these little, uh, all these little areas. You don't know what they're going to be. There's, the there's territories. Territories. So a lot of time then. travel in this too. <coughs> we can't say. Can't Who say. Knows? We don't know. Okay. All right. Okay. I don't know. I, I might know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I know. Sam knows. I know. I know all about it. <laughs> Let's start a podcast. It's now. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we also announced a new Howard the Duck ongoing yes. series last week. Yes. It's gonna be I'm loving the room yeah. for how to die. Yeah. It's, the first, it's the first thing anyone reacted to all night. Yes. <laughs> other than they all woke up. Just other now. than saying Tasmanian comics, <laughs> that was the only other thing they fought for. Um, but yeah, Howard the Duck, written by Chip Zdarsky, drawn yeah. by Joe Canones. What a great team! Great team. Yeah, and it's gonna be Chip. quirky as all hell. Oh man, quirky. Chip is demented and dangerous. Yeah. Uh, and uh, an and, old and, friend I don't like and, being around. And Canadian. Uh, and, and, Canadian. And, and Canada's favorite son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. it's, official. it's yeah. official. There's a great story about what he did at Fan Expo oh, Canada amazing. this amazing. year. Like, if you go to CBR or whatever, one of the comic sites, and there's a, just a profile. I mean, we didn't report on it. No. One of I those mean, real news it, sites. <laughs> I think it was before <laughs> we, he was even doing anything for us, but it was, it was terrific. What did he do? He basically put uh, a table outside the Fan Expo Canada building yeah. uh, with uh, his, you know, signing stuff, uh, his banner, yep. uh, and he would like talk to people as they came by. And he, was, he did his own con. He, he did, did a, it. It was like Chip Con or Zadar's Con. Yeah, 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 it was like Zadar Con. That's Zadar what it is. Zadar's Con. Zadar's Con. Did anyone go? Yeah. No. No. No one. Yes. 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 No. No. Because it's in Toronto, right? Is any. Yeah. So far, I flew yeah. from Toronto today. It's like it's far away. Yes. away. yes, it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's happening. Howard the Duck, get ready for when it. When is that coming? I believe it's coming in March. Okay. Don't, don't look at me. <laughs> it's coming in March. <laughs> I'm counting down the days. Yeah. Daniel Cage, man, <laughs> you know it all. <laughs> sure. Oh, he gets paid so much more than me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we also had a cool. You remember we did Armor Wars on our this week Marvel Unlimited Reading Club last week. Mm-hmm. Well, our boy Tim O'Shea talked to David Michelini, wow. writer of Iron Man during that time. Got a little extra information on it, including that story about um, how it was called Stark Wars in the book and Armor Wars. On the page, he basically mm. explained that David Michelini thought it was called Stark Wars, called it Stark Wars the whole time. People in marketing thought, you know what would sound better? It was Armor Wars, <laughs> so they called it that. So mm-hmm. Stark Wars in the streets, but Armor Wars in the sheets. Oh! oh in the interview, that was an awesome joke. <laughs> you guys are fools. In the interview, didn't Top we down. also get some insight into the Barry Windsor Smith uh, of it all, or was yeah. that just we found out somehow else? No, no, Because no, we talked about that a lot on the podcast. Yeah, he was, it was basically, uh, we kind of found it, I, I forget the story now, because this was 
a week ago and I've edited like 25 stories since then. But go back and read it. Yeah. And then tweet us and remind us what it was. I, I think it was that Barry Windsor Smith uh, sort of did his own thing. Right. But he's so friggin' good that yeah. they were like, oh, great. Let's yeah, just go I this think, way. I think he basically had his own idea for a story and they were like, let's put that at the end of Armor Wars. Yeah. And I'll write mm. a little, Dave Michelin's like, I'll write just little codas so it fits into Armor Wars. Yeah. Yeah. It works. And it works. Uh, just a few housekeeping bits on the Marvel 75th anniversary. We had three awesome articles last week. We had uh, a look back at Marvel trading cards. That was a great article. Thank you. I love that article. I edited it. Well done. Uh, well edited. Yeah. That was my favorite part, the editing. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Buckley and Mike Pashula, rarely if ever quoted, came out and talked. I love it. Yeah. I got to read that. Big wigs. Uh, also, this was a controversial article, actually. People got pissed at us on Twitter for this. You mean Rob Liefeld? Rob Liefeld did not get pissed. No? He was happy about it. No, because mm. what it was, was Kyle Fegley wrote a piece called, it was basically examples of was Heroes Reborn ahead of its time. We looked at all the things that happened to Heroes Reborn that have in the past, like, 15 or so years happened since mm. in our comics. And we're saying, like, you know, maybe this is legit. Being like, Scarlet Witch went crazy in Heroes Reborn. Scarlet Witch went crazy here. Uh, Cap, like stuff about Cap's origin. It was, it was very insightful. And then people were mad because we said Heroes Reborn was good. We didn't uh, even really though. We just said it may have been ahead of its time, and yeah. people got mad mm. on Twitter. Go back and read it. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Yeah. And <laughs> then you and I sat down with Peter Sanderson and talked about the nineties. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was a super fun one. Yeah, we, we I got a lot of good feedback from that episode, and uh, I encourage everyone to listen to all those uh, Marvel seventy fifth podcasts with Peter Sanderson. He's just. He's the best. He's the bee's knees. He is. Yeah. So, all right. Now we're going to kick it over to uh, Mark and Patrick, who will hopefully have gotten their part of the podcast done and sent off to Blake for him to edit it in there. Don't blow it, guys. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, Blake is shaking his head. Uh, so that means it's all going to come together just as we had hoped. Yeah, and then we'll come back and do some more stuff. Hello there. This week in Marvelites, this is Marvel.com editor Mark Strom, joined by... Marvel.com assistant editor Patrick Cavanaugh. For another thrilling installment of the Stromy and the Wolfman show. But we're not in sunny Los Angeles. No, we're in rainy Los Angeles, and it's delightful. Poor us. Poor us. It's a frigid, low 60 degrees here. Oh, I know. We're, we're having our, what, third rainy day of the year? It's like 362 days of sunshine. Man, we got rough out here. We have rough lives. But you aren't here here about the weather here in horrible, horrible weather land, Los Angeles. That is one of the nicknames, Weatherland. <laughs> we are we are here to talk about this week in Marvel. And of course, the biggest well, one of the biggest things we got coming up next week is the winter finale to Marvel's Agents of Shield at nine eight central on ABC this upcoming Tuesday, December 9th. It's jam-packed full of lots of revelations that I can't tell you about, probably shouldn't even tease you about. But I can say that there are at least uh, three major revelations that I can think of just off of the top of my head. No, there's more. There's more. Anyway, you won't want to miss it. Of course, leading up to that, we've got some cool stuff. You'll see some clips on Marvel.com and our YouTube channel. Uh, towards the end of the week, beginning of next week, we also have an interview with Reed Diamond, who plays Daniel Whitehall on the show. Of course, he's the big bad of the season. We chat a little bit about how he got the role and 
what type of villain he wanted to be, and a little tease of what's coming up for him in the winter finale. We also this week had the latest episode of This Week in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., our 11th episode. We talked with the series stunt coordinator, Tanner Gill, and the fight coordinator, Matt Mullins. You can listen to that. Well, right now, actually. I'm going to go post it right after we're done recording this. So you can catch that on Marvel.com. And in other TV news, rounding out, Marvel's Agent Carter, of course, we told you previously that it will be premiering January 6th, Tuesday, January 6th, on ABC. We did not previously tell you how long it would be. It will be two hours long, a two-hour premiere for Marvel's Agent Carter that I am very excited for. Of course, once we wrap the winter season of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we will be giving you even more details and even more previews of Agent Carter as we start to ramp up for that in the new year. But I'm not the only guy in the room. No. No. Unluckily for Patrick, I am not the only guy in the room because you have to sit in here with me. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I get it. And Patrick has some news for you as well. Well, speaking of things that are available on TV, just last night, if my math is correct, which would have been December 3rd, we had holiday episodes air of Marvel's Hulk and the Agents of Smash and Marvel's Ultimate Spider-Man Web Warrior, so I hope you checked that out. We posted some clips from those episodes on Marvel.com. Also, you are not too late to check out the... I believe it is called the Gamma Gift Guide, which is full of a bunch of Hulk-centric gifts that you could add to your own collection or possibly buy for someone else this holiday season. Some might say you could bring the Hulks home for the holidays with a Gamma Gift Guide. I think that's great alliteration. I I was going to say, I think that's great. Hulk's home for the holidays. Absolutely. So... And I was going to say also, if you did miss the holiday specials, well, first, shame on you. Second, they are available on iTunes. So you can iTunes, go, you say? iTunes. You can go on iTunes and you can download the episodes. A couple of great episodes. Guardians of the Galaxy guest starred in Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Ultimate Spider-Man did its own take on Dickens' A Christmas Carol. And you know who was a very special guest voice in that episode? I don't, actually. That would be Mark Hamill. Oh, wait, who would Mark Hamill Mark Hamill, I don't want to say who Mark Hamill voiced, because that might be a little bit of a spoiler, Mm -hmm. but he lends his voice to uh, one of the villains in the episode. Well. Mark Hamill, do you know who that is? uh, I mean, I share a name with him, so. So That's all you know. No, no, and I, I make a point to know all the Marks in the world. I literally know every single Mark in the world, whether they spell it with a C or with a K. So, yes, I know who Mark Hamill is. Good. Well, he swung by Marvel's Ultimate Spider-Man Web Warriors for that holiday episode. Uh, Also, speaking of things that are available on iTunes, you can currently purchase in 3D digital or digital HD Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. But, Patrick, what if I want a physical copy? What if I'm one of those people that wants a Blu-ray or a DVD? How can I get that? You are in luck, my friend, because coming this Tuesday, December 9th, 
Guardians of the Galaxy will be available on 3D Blu-ray, Blu-ray, DVD, and in standard definition, digital formats. Also, they, uh, I believe they have some combo deals with the 3D Blu-ray and the DVD comes with it. There's lots of different options. And keep your eyes on Marvel.com because later this week we'll be announcing some of the retailer exclusives. Depending on where you buy that Blu-ray, it's going to come with limited or exclusive features that you won't be able to find anywhere else. So again, Guardians of the Galaxy is available 3D digital, digital HD. Now you can go to your computer and watch it because you love it, because it was great. Or if you prefer the physical media, you can wait until Tuesday and pick up your copy then. Also on Marvel.com, we forgot to mention this last week. Rather, I forgot to mention this last week. Something I was pretty excited about is I spoke to Ron Wasserman, who you might not know by name because his name doesn't have Mark in it. Exactly. No, I, I didn't. Before I this, I did not know him because I mostly just know Marks. Exactly. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect you to know who that is. If you, the listener, don't know who that is, you might not know him by name. But I'm sure if we played one of the many theme songs he's come up with. Uh, can, can I give him a hint? You can give them a hint, yes. <laughs> yep, that's right. He did the theme song for the hit TV series, Friends. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't know that that was the TV song for Friends, because they generally cut off that opening. And Anyway, no, that was the theme song to the X-Men, the animated series that aired in the 90s. We did that interview as part of the Marvel 75th anniversary uh, celebration, reliving some of the, the momentous things from the 90s. So we spoke to Ron Wasserman. That is a very famous theme song, I think, to all Marvel fans who might have been uh, kids in the 90s. So we talked to him about that. He also did the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song, which... Go, go, Power Rangers! Nope, that's Seinfeld. So you're close, you real know, close. It's it's funny how similar the Seinfeld and they're Power very Rangers very similar theme songs. Are. Because after the Go Go Power Rangers, it's like uh, yeah. So check that out on Marvel.com. Perfect. All right. Well, that wraps everything up for this week. Thank you once again. I want to give a shout shout out to Ollie on Twitter at PCE underscore deadmeat. He requested that, or not requested, he told at Ben J. Morse yes. how much he loved the Stromy and the Wolfman show, and he thinks me and you could take East Coast in some, like, WWE SmackDown-style wrestling. Wrestling, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that's, I think I, think I mean, I mostly think he thinks we can do that because he's never seen pictures of us. But, um, you know, I still appreciate uh, the support. So thank you, Ollie. And if you also have not seen pictures of us, feel free to tweet at Ben J. Morse with what you think both myself and Marvel.com editor Mark Strom look like. <laughs> Please be kind. Oh, I, oh, that's all right. That's scary. Anyway, all right. We'll send you off uh, again, as always. Have a splendiferous weekend a splendiferous er week we'll chat you with you in seven more days thank you for listening
and remember to drink your Ovaltine. Right. Wow, that was an incredible segment. <laughs> oh my God, right? <laughs> they nailed it. <laughs> oh, I oh, so We didn't think we were going to come in on time, and then totally did it. It rocked me so hard. Oh, are we back? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're back. Yeah. We're back. We're certainly back. Okay. Woo. I followed Sam. Sam did that without prompting. That's yeah. how we usually play it. Yeah. So great. Pro. Super pro. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. What are we going to do? Uh, let's talk to these fellas. We All got right. them here. There's a game being made in our city, in yeah. our sure. fair city. Yeah. And Sam's a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I like talking about video games. Tell us about your game, Sam. That would be my pleasure. Well, I mean, you can't just call it your game. There's a lot of people from Kaban here in the crowd. Well, so maybe they, share some credit. The ego on this guy. They, yeah. they will also tell you it's my game. <laughs> oh, uh, it's no. called Sam's is, Game. Yeah. <laughs> Kitty Pride's in it. It has <laughs> two downloads. And they're making out. This game, the real game Sam we want to talk about, <laughs> this is taking a dark turn <laughs> in your head. Think yeah, <laughs> another game I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> the game is called uh, Marvel Contest of Champions. Uh, it's been developed lovingly by the entire team uh, here in Vancouver, Kaboom Studios. Kaboom? How dare you. Kabam. Oh, oh man. I blew it. Yeah. Wow. Blake, wow. Don't Fired. That out. Yeah. Oh, my God. You leave Blake. that in, damn it. Yeah. Ryan and I will write what, the what next you, game. What's your yeah. price? We're sorry. What's your I price? I will do it for twice what you're paying Sam. <laughs> no problem. I, I will probably do it for half. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, is a, uh, it is a mobile fighting game where you can pick from up to uh, 25 characters at launch. 25 characters at launch. This guy. Can't there are more. Are in his game. Has to look <laughs> well, for help. Well, I can't do it all. Lifeline. Uh, but uh, we, we, got, we got other characters in the pipeline. We've got mutant characters. We've got Avengers. We've got Inhumans. We've got bad guys. Uh, it's really an incredible lineup of characters that you can pit against each other uh, in, in combat kind style fights. Kind of a contest of champions. Uh, like champions. Perchance. And uh, it takes place. In the uh, in this place called the Battle Realm, mm -hmm. where you, as the summoner, must fight against Kang in a, a tournament that is run by the Collector. Mm -hmm. So you and Kang get to select from all these characters, these heroes and villains that are in the Collector's collection, and pit them against each other uh, for the fate of the ISO-8. ISO-8 is something that's common to all the uh, Marvel video games in the past, right, yeah. uh, and this is something that we really uh, delve into and get into the nature of the ISO-8, what it is, what it can do, where it comes from. But really, the game looks gorgeous. Yeah. The uh, characters are amazing, and you can come up with all sorts of amazing matchups. Like, you could do uh, a classic matchup, like uh, uh, Thor versus the Hulk, or you could do Friend versus Friend, like Wolverine versus Storm, or you could come up with uh, grudge matches like Storm versus Black Panther, the, the divorce battle. Yeah. You know, you could come up with matchups that have never been seen before uh, in the Marvel Universe. You could have like, uh, like the Rhino versus Magneto. No. I don't think that's. Oh, come on, Ben. When and where has that ever happened? Besides, Probably Axe of Vengeance. Besides on Marvel's Contest of Champions, which will be available. December 11th. Right. It is already available in Canada. That's right. Mm -hmm. I have an important question for you or the folks at Kabam. Does Kang have his thigh-high boots? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, I think he does. He yes. does. Yes. Yes. We yes. have thumbs up. Yeah. Perfect. Our director, Gabe, has confirmed for us yep. the thigh-high boots. How do you guys decide where to put the, like, the power focus? Like, how does it not always just end up being Thor versus the Hulk or Drax or something? Like, the, the most powerful... Marvel characters. How do you keep 
Spider-Man in the fight when he's going up against uh, Thor or the Hulk? That's a great question. And, you know, it's all determined by who the player picks. Mm. All these fights are determined by who the player picks. But there are incentives for coming up with new matchups and new... Uh, um, what, 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 what's the word I'm looking for here, Gabe? Like, like when you put a, a, a trained Pizza. hero versus a... <laughs> Lemonade. What's that? Yeah, class bonuses. So... Uh, a co there are cosmic heroes, there are trained heroes, there are uh, radioactive heroes, and some of these classes go better up against other classes. So right. uh, if you are fighting, uh, let's say, Drax, who's a cosmic hero, maybe uh, a mystical character uh, is best against cosmic. So you'd be like, I'm going to deploy Scarlet Witch, who I haven't used in a while. Now, why isn't this going to consoles? I, like I, I, you know, I, I talk and I, I produce uh, content for sure. lots of people that watch... Uh, you know, and play on consoles like and crazy. It looks like it should be on. And it looks like a console it's game. So why good. is this yeah. not on a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox? Well, I gotta tell you, it just doesn't need to be. Like you pick up and you play this game, you're immediately drawn into the environments. The animations look stellar. Yeah. Uh, they're really kind of bone shaking when you get to the the real big power moves. Uh, and then you kind of take a step back and you're like, dang, this this game is in my pocket. It's not like attached to my TV. It's not my living room. It's it's in my pocket. And I can play it wherever I want to go. But we did learn at New York Comic Con mm -hmm. that you can play it on your TV. You sure can. You right. There you is can. the capability to hook it up and use a controller. Yeah, use the HDMI. Oh, and mm -hmm. as I've learned, you can use a Bluetooth controller. Yep. There you go. There you go. It's a console game. Yeah. Best of both be. worlds. Right, done. It can be. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan. That, that, what are they called? The M5 controllers or my five? What do you guys call them? Controllers? Anybody? Controllers? Blake? Yeah. yeah. Blake, do you know? I'm a big fan of those. Yeah. I've been playing, I've been I love playing. controllers. No, I've been, for the uh, iPads yeah. and stuff like that, it's awesome. I love controllers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All kinds. Well, it makes a big Although, difference for fighting I'll games. I'll be honest. Like, what do I need to do other than jump and throw a fireball? <laughs> Why do I need that C button? You don't even Always have a Nintendo. Me. Do you? What? You play an Xbox. I have an Xbox now, but I remember when uh, Genesis came out and it had the C button. It baffled me because <laughs> I'm like, what <laughs> else could I need to do? Everything. Like, yeah. I got my jump, maybe a fireball. What else? <laughs> well, you're talking 16-bit side-scrolling stuff. Things you're a man of simple taste, Ben. Yeah, they've advanced yeah. far beyond I, that now. I could still, like, I could play a WWE game just like punch suplex. Ben's like, who needs butter that you didn't churn yourself? Yeah. <laughs> he can't eat butter, Sam. How dare you? <laughs> I'm allergic to butter. That was a oh, that was a low blow, there, and I own it. You went I own there. it. You went there, man. Uh, about old fashioned one talking about. Oh, Peter Quill is wooing Kitty Pryde, <laughs> the legendary Star Lord. He's taking her to Cotillion in the sixth issue. He's straightening his cravat. Um, it's been a for me. It's been a big year for video games. I've been playing a, a lot yep. and really digging a lot of releases. What's been your favorite come out? And especially like right now, there's been like ten releases within yeah. the last two months. But for this year, what have you been really digging? You know, it's been a good year, but it's really been the back half of the year that has solidified the year. Uh, the beginning part of the year was a little bit depressing. Actually, there were big long gaps, and all these new consoles are out there: the PlayStation Four and Xbox One. There's always cool things to check out on mobile, and mobile is definitely a place where lots of innovation is happening, and it really is surprising the value and the deals that you get. And in fact, we're doing, for reviews on the run, we're doing our uh, top 16 Game of the Year contenders, and we're putting it into a bracket. Uh, we call it our Rocket and Reagan Awards to determine which will be the best game of the year. And three of those games in that bracket are iOS games, which is pretty amazing. We've got uh, 
Minority, uh, no, mon uh, Monument Valley. I was thinking of Minority Report. I was that, yeah. that game is beautiful. Yeah, Monument yeah. Valley is beautiful. And um, uh, Hearthstone from Blizzard, which has knocked everybody's socks off. And the other one is Wayward Souls, which is kind of like a Super Nintendo version of Dark Souls, which is phenomenal, and you can play with a controller. I think, uh, did you make a mistake there? Was Contest of Champions not on that list? Uh, well, it's soft-launched. Okay. A late, a late entry. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got to be a late entry. We, we it's going to rule uh, the bracket <laughs> next year, though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll wait till you. it officially launches. When does it officially launch? December, December 11th. 11th. December 11th, okay. Uh, I think it'll be too late. It will be oh, too late. Man. I'm sorry. You monster. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but lifetime we, Achievement Award? Uh, yeah, maybe a Lifetime yeah. Achievement Award. <laughs> but we also have huge games like uh, Dragon Age Inquisition and uh, Shadow of Mordor and uh, Mario Kart and Super Smash Brothers. So it will be a very interesting discussion. It's going to be a round a nice table. nice variety of, of games. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I love All the bracket system, there. too. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. It's really Brackets fun. We always yeah. do, at the end of the year, our top, you know, best of lists or favorite lists, whatever we do. Up. Yeah, they're coming up real hard and fast. How do you guys, you know, whittle it down? I know how we do it. It's a very simple voting system between very a few of us. Be more simple. Well, there's eight of us on, on Reviews on the Run. There, we, we have uh, hosts in San Francisco and Toronto and in Vancouver. And we just share an email around. And, and there is some back and forth and some, uh, you know, some, uh, some joking about what we're picking and stuff. But ultimately, we can sort of determine what the 16. This year was a little bit easier. But really strong contenders, Far Cry 4 and Dragon Age Inquisition, which have just come out. They're just so incredible. I really wish I was playing Dragon Age Inquisition while I was talking with you guys. Yes. Like, if I could split my brain yeah, it's, and it's half, that good, it's isn't so it? good. Yeah, it's, and it's a freaky game because you don't know how big it is. when You, you think it's a complete game in the first little world that you're walking around in, and then you realize, oh, this is just like one-tenth of the size of it. It's just one little corner of this enormous map and every place you go is so beautifully rendered. Bioware killed it, which is a Canadian company actually. They did an amazing <laughs> job. And Far Cry 4 too, you're off in, uh, in uh, Kirat, yep. is that how you say it? Uh, in, in, uh, in Tibet and you're uh, getting involved in, in this uh, sort of civil uprising and you're fighting uh, against this uh, tyrant and trying to take him down and all of his troops and uh, you know freeing outposts and taking down cell towers and stuff. and. Uh, basically can do anything. You get a wingsuit in the game so you can climb to the top of this massive tower on this huge mountain and jump off and fly like, uh, uh, like you're in a scene from Transformers or something like that. It's absolutely stunning. Beautiful game. Nice. Uh, we had a wrestler friend of ours on the podcast last week. Was that last week or the week before? Well, technically we had him on last week and also this week. Oh we God, recorded it all hurts. one long excruciating day, <laughs> right. but we stretched it out. Well, the point is I, I asked him a question that is something that I always think about is Ben and I are, we have to read every Marvel comic that comes out every week. Yeah. We are surrounded by all things Marvel, uh, let alone all things comic books yep. at all times. Sure. And, you know, for me, it's tough. I, I don't read as much non-Marvel stuff as I used to. I don't watch anything that's not Marvel, really. I just, I, I have so much to begin with. Yeah. Uh, and I asked him, you know, do you watch wrestling product? Do you, uh, like, what gets you excited? Because you're living it. Yeah. And, and I would ask that of both of you as well. Mm -hmm. Does it, does being so engulfed in one industry or another, uh, although you, you sort of, you know, yeah. cross over a bunch, does that, hamper your enjoyment of some things? Well, I, I am pretty fortunate because when we went daily with Electric Playground in, in 2008, it really allowed us to get into other stuff. So suddenly we were covering television shows and movies and other types of entertainment that I've always been into, even action figures and stuff. But uh, 
I don't really have time to just go off and enjoy the stuff, at, you know, when I want to. It's sort of, it's given to me to review, you know. So the movies I see are the ones that I'm reviewing. The games I play are the games that I'm reviewing. Uh, if, you know, which is fine. I can't complain because we get a nice, uh, a nice chunk of everything. But as I'm listening to all the amazing books that you guys are talking about here, I just want to read all of those things. But I know I've got to carve out that time to be able to do that. Yeah. But I can't complain. I mean, I get to see and play and, uh, you know, interact with all kinds of incredible stuff throughout about the year. What about you, Sammy Holmes? Yeah, I got to admit, it's tough. It's, <laughs> it's tough to uh, retain the same enjoyment, um, you know, especially, like, being so deep in the Marvel stuff now. Mm -hmm. I hear about these stories, the retreats, uh, two or three years in advance, and then I hear about them every retreat. So by the time I, I read them in comic form, I already you know, know it's going to happen. Yeah. They've not just been spoiled for me, but, but, but we've, we've discussed the spoilers. They've been dissected. We've dissected the spoilers. Yeah. We've been yeah. on over and over. We've seen the evolution of the spoilers. And but there's, there's, but there's definitely, a different... Sorry, sorry yeah, to cut you off, but there's definitely something to be said for, like... Because we're kind of in the same position of, mm -hmm. like, you've known about this for so long, mm -hmm. wanting to see how it's actually executed. Not only that, for me, a lot of it's, like, I want to see how people receive it. Because me, I'm like, oh, I've been excited for this for so long, but I've been kind of nervous about it. Right, yeah. I just, you know, it's a, it, it's, it's a different kind of... Enjoyment because I, you know, mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm trying to pull off the stories I've been talking about. Right, right, well, I've only been there for two years, but, you know, the, the same stories I've been talking about at each and every retreat. So, um, <clears throat> you know, it's, it, it's definitely looking at it from a very different perspective. And then beyond that, like, I find myself counting uh, panels per page. Oh, really? uh, and the number of full-page splashes and double-page spreads in, in each issue. And, uh, Just starting to look at the uh, economics of it all and the, yeah, and exactly. the time and, it takes to do it all. Yeah. And, and how each... Uh, That's e how I watch TV. Writers, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Each of the different writers use a different artist in different ways yeah. and, and to what extent. And, and seeing different writers use the same artists in different ways. Uh, on the page uh, is really fascinating. You you learn a lot from that. Um, you learn a lot from it from seeing these stories evolve from so many different angles. Um, you know, in, a, in an ideal world, those lessons stick and they make your own books even better. What Marvel writers do you think you're better than? <laughs> <laughs> and be honest. Yeah, throw like down. Really honest. Oh my God. All right, like if I'm being really five. real, <laughs> if I'm being really real, yeah. All of them. God, like definitely Matt, better. Matt than Fraction. Uh, he doesn't do anything for us. No, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess he's still got an issue of Hawkeye coming out <laughs> at some point. Uh, sure. I don't know. I I, 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 lear I learned <laughs> I learned so much from every single writer who are who's right. in those retreats, uh, and I learned so many different things. Um, it's 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 tough for me. You know, I think I said before, it's it's thrilling to be in the retreats, but it's also very humbling because uh, I, I realize, like, how good the game is, mm -hmm. you know? Lest I forget slaving away by myself mm. in my office, alone with a keyboard. Uh, I have these retreats three times a year to have it thrown in my face. <laughs> uh, how, how good you gotta be to, uh, to, to match the game that everybody else is throwing. So you think you're better than Jerry Duggan? Hell yes, Jerry! <laughs> oh, of course! That guy's a chump. Whoa. <laughs> I, well, that's not where I was going with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and how does the uh, the TV and movie stuff work with you guys as as comic writers? Do you do yeah, you look at that stuff and you 
Are you, you know, energized by it, or do you just shelve it? That's specifically, you're writing yeah. Star-Lord, who yeah, yeah, yeah. launched the book right around the same time Guardians came yeah. out, so that was definitely Yeah, we thing. launched uh, Legendary Star-Lord, like, four weeks before the movie came out. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting case, because they came to me and said, we want a Star-Lord solo book that's going to launch right around the time of the movie. We already knew the movie was coming out, yeah. um, but I did not have any materials from the movie that anybody else had in public. So I, I didn't see any early cuts. I didn't see any screenplays. I didn't see any production shots. I just saw the trailers as they were uploaded to YouTube, yeah. just like anyone. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's actually a real strong benefit mm. because uh, Marvel, from the start, was very adamant about, you know, you need to tell the kind of story you want to tell with Star-Lord. You need to show what you find fascinating about Star-Lord, why you think he's an interesting character. It wasn't like, Okay, in the movie, he's gonna uh, sing along to his Walkman, <laughs> yeah. so we need that Walkman in every issue. Come on, you know. <laughs> oh there's, God. there's none of that, which would have been really, you know. That would have been a nightmare. Yeah, it would have been yeah. horrible. Yeah. It would probably have been a terrible comic book. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed having the freedom from the movie to to tell the kind of story I wanted to tell with Peter Quill, and it just so happened that we ended up telling. We, we end up focusing on very similar things about the character. And I like to think that's because we're all brilliant geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I read, uh, I haven't read your book yet, and I will, though. It sounds great. How dare you? I will whoa, absolutely. Whoa. Unreal. But he's, I've. Uh, no, that's he cool. wants to, man. <laughs> I, this uh, is why you don't make new films. <laughs> <laughs> I read the uh, Bendis uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. six issues of that. And, yeah. I, and I was, uh, and I've, I'm loving it. I'm going to continue reading it, and I've started to get some of the other ones in there, too. But I was really surprised at how different it was from the film, but yep. how much it correlated with the movie. Mm-hmm. And and was that Bendis being able to work with James Gunn and his team? or I don't think, we don't, you know, it's not working so much with James Gunn, but, you know, Bendis or uh, we have a creative committee. And, you know, mm-hmm. we have Joe Quesada, who are, is our chief creative officer, who goes to the movie sets, who reads all the scripts, who, you know, goes to the television sets, who is really involved and can provide input and feedback and sort of help guide the process a little bit without anyone having to worry about, oh, I, I got to talk to the director to know, you know what's going on here or there. I think um, we have a bunch of you know, ways to facilitate getting that information. Like, right. I'll read something in a script, and if it pertains to something and I can talk about it to a friend of mine who's a writer, oh, yeah, all that I'm more stuff than happy to. you don't get, Ryan gets. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. I'm out in the cold I over here. I need to do <laughs> my job. right now. Yeah. Um, so cold. Yeah, so it, we have ways. It's just, it's not as, like, explicit as... But, as it, but <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean, Sam can speak to this. Like, the goal is make the best comic you can make. Right. It's true to these characters. Yeah. It's not make yeah. this so that someone who saw the movie will be like, oh, it's a continuation of the movie. The idea is, you know, if the spirit of the character is there... It's, it's kind of a tough spot, cool. though, because it's all kind of feeding into our understanding of this huge universe mm-hmm. that Marvel has created, and there are a lot of new fans being generated yeah, by these right. things. Mm-hmm. But you need to keep the old fans that would have known Peter yeah. Quill for a long time. Sure. They got all be ten happy of them too. Wow. But I mean I, 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 I think a good goal is to have a say a movie and a comic book with the same characters that tell different stories, yeah. different circumstances, maybe slightly different cast, but they 
feel the same. Right. Yep. Yeah. Like if you're a fan of one, you're going to be a fan of the other, even if it's not the same exact story. Right. Yeah, we want a fan to go to their local cinema and then to get out and be like, that movie was great. I'm going to go to Tasmanian Comics mm-hmm. in Vancouver, British Columbia. Regardless and I'm going to your local right. cinema is. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to come here. to go. Uh, <laughs> and they're going to want to pick up the, the book that relates to that. Bring and your we want to make sure that <laughs> there's something that. there that <coughs> do, isn't necessarily exactly what they saw, but appeals to them. Were you guys surprised by the success of the Guardians movie this year? I The first cut I saw was missing most of its effects, but I was like, wow, that was really good. And I loved the script, but I had gotten worried from the point I read the script to the point where I saw the first the first version that I saw. It just was like, oh, wow, this is, this is going to be a tough nut to crack. This is a hard movie to, to give to the general public. Yeah. Um, I wasn't surprised, but that comes from again the fact that I wasn't as I wasn't as uh, tied into the movie, like you know, reading scripts or anything else. I just know I love these characters. Once people meet these characters, and I know you know the talent involved, and I know the director involved, they're gonna do them well. Once they meet Rocket and Star Lord and Gamora and all these characters, they're gonna love them. Yeah. So I thought it was gonna be a hit, but not based on any evidence from the film itself. I don't know. I was pretty surprised. I was, <laughs> I was surprised. I was surprised. I mean, you know, the, I, I, I think the more we saw the movie, the less surprised I was. But yeah, Groot's a talking tree, and Rocket Raccoon is a talking raccoon. Yeah. And it's not the, you know, what, what they pulled off with the Guardians of the Galaxy was more than just doing another great Captain America movie mm-hmm. or putting all the, the, the characters from successful movies into one movie like yeah. the Avengers, because this That's is a so Marvel easy. movie yeah. that had no. <laughs> That uh, was not just full of, you know, B-listers like Iron Man once was, right. yeah. but full of like D to Z-listers, yeah. and it was a totally different genre. Not only was it in a different environment out in space, but it was kind of a more goofier, funnier movie with its heart more on its sleeve. People really want think, that originality, man. Yeah, they yeah. really do, and yeah. I, I think it was amazing the way that Marvel Studios was able to diversify yeah. their brand in such a strong way. Because yeah. if, if, if that had bombed, and we'd just be seeing the same kind of like. I, I down think the there's been road. three big shocks actually. Like the second Thor movie was really good. That was yeah. a really cool mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. with lots of great sci-fi elements in there, and very risky as well. I think in a lot of ways, Cap Two was phenomenal. Yeah. That was just a mm-hmm. phenomenal movie, mm-hmm. whether you like superheroes or not. And then Guardians comes out, and yeah, I don't know if the public expected it to be this good. You know. No, I, I don't think. I mean, there's a little bit of brand loyalty that yeah. carries over as sure. uh, more and more, and we're th- super thankful for it. But we can't rest on it, and we yeah. can't expect it. Uh, and I think you, the thing that blows me away is now we have you can get, or soon you'll be able to get a Yandu toy <laughs> and play Yandu in a huge video game that sells like millions of units yeah. in Disney Infinity and right. then you'll probably see you know character like Yandu appear here or there or Ronin like Three years ago when we were reading the Abnett and Lanning mm-hmm. Guardian stuff There was no we were if you would have said oh, yeah, I can't wait to play as Yandu no. in Disney Infinity yeah. there, no, no, that's or, or, not or, gonna or happen. Or like kids would go crazy over Groot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you would never imagine. But hey, all all respect and credit to Abnett Lanning, yeah. oh, who yeah. who really brought those characters together but for that, the first time and showed yeah. what could be done with them. It was yeah. our fun little secret off to the side. Yeah, and it's so great that it's not anymore. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, this is the point where we usually go to uh, questions and comments, but we've been going for a while. 
And you want? I think we just save those for next week. We'll save them for Let's next week. Going. Screw those questions. Yeah. yeah. Ah. So, sorry, fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we we want to thank both of you gentlemen for joining us here. Uh, Blake is is sign languaging something. We're writing. Oh, right. you're going to sign some comics for the folks at Tasmanian Comics. Yes, absolutely. Of course. Yeah, I'll sign any books if anybody has anything. I will also say that I brought a stack. I had the intern go through. The intern. Uh, the, uh, intern Alex <laughs> the go intern. through a stack that was probably this high. Yep. And I say, just find me all the books with Sam Humphreys that Sam Humphreys wrote. He comes back with two comics. Oh. And, what and a then I was like, he's like, what but I, I'm going to dig around a little bit more. So I brought like seven or eight comics of yours. Awesome. And then being that I'm me and I just throw stuff in my bag, they are mangled. Yep. So cool. I am, I feel terrible. Oh, uh, sorry. Right. Um, so maybe we'll, we'll just find someone to give them to. I hear they sell comics here at Tasmania Comics yeah. in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Ching, good plug. Uh, so where can we find you online? Uh, you can uh, find all of our stuff at epn.tv. We also have a, a very fun podcast about all of this stuff called Vic's Basement. You can watch and listen to that there. Cool. And uh, our two shows and lots of other stuff too. epn.tv. And you on Twitter? Uh, Victor underscore Lucas on Twitter. Thanks for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Sam Humphreys, where can people keep up with you? Uh, Twitter.com slash Sam Humphreys. <laughs> SamHumphreys.tumblr.com. Instagram at Sam Humphreys. Because I'm very imaginative. Yeah. And there's no other Sam Humphreys out there, luckily. Well, they're out of luck. Yeah. Yeah. SOL. SOL. Hey. Nice. We've been doing this for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, thank you to the folks who are here watching yeah. us. Yes, thank along. you guys for coming. Thank you I appreciate to Taz. it. Thank you to Kabam. Yes. And uh, we'll be back with another episode probably soon. In America. Maybe. Uh, if we can ever get back. Yeah. We're going to have to figure that schedule out because that's the retreat week. Okay. We'll do it uh, sometime. Let's get back to our home country and then we'll talk <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> next week's podcast. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>